0: Welcome to The Ambitious Introvert, the leading growth and development podcast for the estimated 56% of us who recharge by going inwards. Our purpose is to help you manage your social battery and own your energy so you can reach your true potential in your business, your career, or your life. I'm your host, Emma Louise Parks, a former air traffic controller, entrepreneur, and a success coach with over 15 years' experience. I've supported hundreds of introverts like you who dream big and are ready to take action towards making those dreams a reality without compromising their energy in the process. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing tips, tricks, and hacks on how to build your resilience, master your mindset, and cultivate self leadership skills that will help you reach your goals without trying to be someone that you're not. We'll also be sharing valuable lessons and insights from our own personal experiences, all focused on one thing, helping you own your energy to reach your potential. Hello, welcome back to the Ambitious Introvert Podcast with me, Emma-Louise. And in this solo episode, I am going to be diving a little bit deeper into the differences between some of the types of support that we may seek out while we are concentrating on our own personal and professional growth. And this is something that I've had many discussions with other practitioners, uh, other coaches, other people, you know, selling different types of services, also with clients. If they are business owners and they're talking about, what do I actually call myself? And there can be some crossover between some of these terms, but equally, they all have their own distinct meaning. And I think this can be super important to break down and understand for a number of reasons. The first one and the main one being that if you are looking for support, that you are getting the right kind of support. So when you can reflect and look at where the gaps are, like what do I need to help me to be able to reach my goal, reach my potential, feel better about this. You can look and go, oh, it's like a knowledge gap. So I need this or, oh, it's a confidence gap. So I need this, etc. So I'm going to be running through the main differences between therapist, coach, a mentor and a consultant in this episode. Now, some people, myself included, will wear a number of these hats. And it may be that they offer different services and they're wearing a specific hat for that service. So I am a certified coach. I'm also a certified business consultant. And I could mentor someone who wanted to follow the same business path as me because I'm giving them my experience. So it's just really important to make these distinctions, like I say, so that you get exactly the type of support that you are looking for. So without further ado, let's dive a little bit deeper into each one and what it actually means. So first, the role of a therapist. Therapists are trained mental health professionals. Okay, so this is a huge distinction straight away. If someone's calling themselves a healer or a a coach online, And they're talking about some of the things that therapy covers. Be very sure that if you are going to work with this person and get support from them, that they are fully equipped and able to offer therapy services. So therapy is around healing and emotional wellness. So they are trained professionals, as I say, and they focus on mental and emotional well-being. Biggest advantage of therapy for many people is it gives them space to actually explore and understand their thoughts, their emotions, why they act the way they do, why they feel the way they do. And to be able to have that space and process that, that helps promote healing and obviously their own self-awareness and personal development. And what I will say here is. I think now exclusively every one of my private clients also has a therapist. Coaching and therapy go so well together because coaching is so future focused. But if there are things in your past or things that you're carrying through trauma or lack of confidence or any of these things, that is not something for a coach, that's something for a therapist. So actually, this juxtaposition of someone delving, helping you delve into your past and someone helping you map out your future can be super powerful. So what would be the key indicators that therapy could be the right kind of support for you? So if you are experiencing emotional challenges, so including but obviously not confined to things like anxiety, depression, trauma, Maybe you may not even recognise it as those things if you've not been diagnosed, but you may have you know, anxious feelings, you may feel something is off, and therapists therapist can provide the right kind of support for you to understand what is going on there and to be able to work through it. Therapy is also great for self-reflection. So wherever you are on your own growth journey, things will come up that you will not necessarily be able to see and having a space where you've got someone that can give you that opportunity to explore your thoughts, understand what's going on and maybe offer reflections back to you about patterns that you have or language that you're using is so powerful for your own growth. And also for mental health concerns. So kind of ties in with the emotional challenges in point one. If there is a need for diagnosing, managing and improving mental health conditions, then a therapist out of these four practitioners is the right person to talk to about that. Like I say, many people in the online space saying that they can help with certain things, just check credentials because I would entrust my emotional and mental health well-being to a therapist. Okay, so number two, coach. I started as a coach. Like I say, there are some of the hats that have come with that, but let's talk about pure coaching in that capacity. And Google told me that coaches offer goal-oriented guidance, which I think is a good way to describe it. I would also say that they offer Questions for the coachee to be able to reflect on and grow. So, coaches work with individuals and help them identify and achieve specific goals. And they can do this through guidance, through support, through accountability, through focusing on the gaps that someone might have in their mindset, maybe um, a gap in confidence. Coaches can help people to identify that and then work towards that future goal. So goals are are a big piece of coaching. It's huge. Whether that is that you go to a coach and you already know what you want to achieve and you're like, but I need some accountability to get there or I need to believe in myself a little more to get there. So I want a coach to help me see how brilliant I am and see where I've got thoughts that are not supporting me reaching this goal. Or maybe you go to a coach and you're like, I'm just a little bit stuck. Like, I feel a bit directionless and I wanna craft some goals. I wanna get clear on what I actually want to achieve and then start working towards it. So, that can be advancing your career, growing your business. It can be personal growth. It can be all kinds of things. Now, coaching is also really action oriented. So, there will be specific actions that your coach will recommend you do whether that is around your mindset and confidence whether it's strategic action towards your goal but probably a combination of both because when they are they get to know you and they can see where these gaps are and then help you to strengthen those areas it's quite often a little bit of both so it will be very action oriented whereas therapy can just be a safe space and what may not necessarily be anything to do in between sessions And then the last one, and this is an interesting one, is accountability. So if someone needs to be held accountable for their actions and commitments to help them reach their goal, then great. I would say in long-term coaching relationships, the focus is actually shifting from accountability so that the coachee becomes accountable to themselves. But yes, in the early days when something is new, they're taking actions that are unfamiliar, getting outside of their comfort zone. And quite often, just making the investment in a coach kind of puts skin in the game for people. So they're like, well, oh my gosh, I'm spending this money. I'm dedicating, you know, an hour a week on the session or whatever the thing is. Like, I am definitely showing up and doing this. So it quite often promotes some self accountability anyway. But in the early days, really great if coach can say, right, you know, do this, do this x times a week or go and do this task and then let me know how it goes because there's an accountability there to motivate the person to take action. As I say, long- term in long-term coaching relationship, probably a little bit less about accountability because the person, hopefully grows in confidence, grows in motivation, grows in their own self-leadership, and so they are able to take those actions themselves. Okay, number three another hat that i wear on occasion is mentor and mentorship is guidance based on the mentor's personal experience and for this to be effective it's quite it's much better if the person you choose as your mentor is someone that has walked a path very very similar to what you want to do and achieve what you want to achieve so mentors offer guidance and advice and it's based on their own experiences. So maybe it's based on their own life or their own career experience or their own journey of growing a business. So they can offer a really valuable perspective because they're x number of steps ahead of you. So that can really help with long-term development. Now the important thing to know about mentor is they're essentially sharing their wisdom. They're sharing what they learned on their journey and what worked for them and what didn't. But that's not always exactly what the mentee needs. It can be so valuable and it's really great for the energy and the mindset around achieving something if you're in contact and working with someone that is where you want to be. That is hugely expansive and, you know, really, really great in and of itself. But as I say, sometimes people get led down a road with a mentor where they're doing exactly what that person did and that might not be fully aligned for their journey. So the important thing to remember is taking what you need and what feels good and right and is useful, but not feeling like, oh, I have to hit all of these steps and I have to do it, you know, at the same time that my mentor did or I'll never be successful. It really is about taking the bits that resonate. So mentors. Super helpful for career and business development. So if it's about making choices for the career that you want, if it's about skill development within your role or understanding more about the professional landscape, maybe for business, it is, okay, this person that has a business and it's really, really similar to the business I would like to have in a year, two years, three years. So if I can get that person to mentor me, they'll be able to share their wisdom and kind of give a few shortcuts. So it's, it's super helpful like that. In my own capacity as a mentor, it's obviously around business. So when I have had clients who are business owners, maybe they have said, oh, I am thinking about using this marketing channel. Do you have any experience with it? And I've been able to say, yep, I have this experience. This is what happened. And it was really good because of this or didn't work out because of this. And then I've been able to share some wisdom based on my experience in 30 seconds that may have taken me six months to learn and probably a lot of hours and investment. And then that person has that information and they're like, oh, great. They can make a decision then based on that. So in that way, mentorship can be super helpful. Mentor is also really great for long term planning and looking to look into the kind of further future, let's say, and also getting that sustained support and guidance over an extended period of time. Say your mentor is a couple of years ahead of you and you want to get to where they are. That's really helpful because you can build a very solid relationship. They can get to know you and understand you. You can see where they've gotten to and also where they've been since. And you know that you have a good period of time. It's not like you work with that person for three months and then they're doing something different and it's not relevant. So, for the long term and for long term support, which is often really, really helpful for introverts, mentors are great. And mentors are also really good for networking. So, if whether in your career or your business, you're looking to expand your network you will benefit from your mentors connections as well, because they will know people that are relevant. They could maybe introduce you. Maybe there's someone that they connected with on their way up and they're like, oh, this would be a great person for you to talk to. Or, you know, this person has this really great skill that could help you. So you're essentially tapping into a mentors network as well. So mentorship, much more experience based and it will be through the lens and through the filter of the person mentoring. And the mentee just, as I say, needs to remember that it's not always the exact path to take, but you can get so much from that person. Okay. And then lastly, a consultant, and we see this more in the business world, I would say, than, um, than maybe individuals in their own personal growth. Although I'm sure there are examples of where they may hire a consultant and I will think of them while I'm talking. However, a consultant has specialized expertise and you are paying for that either expertise in form of knowledge or in the form of implementation. Okay. So, Consultants are experts in a specific field and they give you advice and solutions. So you would hire an you would hire a consultant, sorry, as an expert, where there is a gap in your knowledge or there is a gap in your strategy. And they would come in and they would say, You need to do A, B, and C. And then, like I say, some consultants will actually implement it and do it for you. Some some consultants, a lot of consultants will go. Here is the solution. There you go and hand it to you for you to implement. So let me think of an example in my business. So let's say that in my business, I had a problem with email marketing. Let's say I have a really great funnel set up and everything else, social media, podcast, everything's great, but there's a gap there with email marketing. Let's say I don't know really how to do it. I don't know if I'm making the most of it. It does not I don't seem to be getting a return on it. I could hire an email marketing consultant. And that person would come in and they would go into my email marketing platform. They would look at my emails. They would look at my open rates. They would look at my click rates. They would look at how many subscribers i got, how many people are unsubscribing. They would look at the content I was sending, all of this. And then they would give me a recommendation. So they would give me a report that would say something like, based on everything, we recommend that you send. Two emails a week, we recommend that you focus on this. We recommend that you set your email subscribers up like this. That is what a consultant would do. And potentially they would for an extra fee, they may do it for me. So very, very different to say a mentor, because this person probably has nothing else in common with you. They would not have a similar path to you. They have not achieved something that you're looking to achieve, but they have a very specific skill set and knowledge an expertise in that area that is really, really valuable. So when would you need a consultant? Like I say, when there's need for expert advice to address a particular issue or overcome a specific challenge. So in more of a personal capacity, this could be something like, I am hiring a nutritionist to make me a 30-day meal plan because that person has the expertise of how many calories you need and how much fat and, you know, how many carbs and all of that. So they could create that and give it to you. That would be cons- a consultant. That would be a consultation. And there you go. There, There is your answer. So very different to a mentor who would say, oh, this is what I ate. So there you go. I can tell you that. A coach would be like, okay, what do you want to achieve? Oh, you want to achieve eating healthily. So Tell me the steps you think you need to take right now. What can you do right now to be able to eat more healthily? Because it's much more focused on the goal rather than the process. And if you had maybe disordered eating or you were suffering from emotional eating, that would be when you would talk to a therapist. So there you go. Just off the top of my head, there's an example. So with the consultant, yeah, they would deliver you a solution and it's up to you to follow it. Now, consultant solutions are not like mentorship where you kind of pick and take the bits that feel right. Generally, they have to be implemented as is. And because we're often hiring a consultant because they have knowledge that we don't, that's really the most effective way to do it. And then in a business sense, consultants are really helpful with project-based work. So let's say I was setting up something tech-wise in my business. And again, I had a big gap and I just didn't understand how to do something like set up Google ads, I could get a consultant who said, this is what you do. You do, you follow these steps and then, you know, it will be done. I go, great. So if within that project, we need to Google ads, I could get a consultant for that. And in a similar manner, it's if there is a gap in skills or knowledge from a business point of view, that's, that's how I look at it. If I don't know how to do something within my business and it doesn't affect, It's not something that I'm looking to do day to day. So basically, it's not coaching clients. It's not mentoring clients. It's not recording the podcast. It's not doing workshops and speaking at companies. If it is a skill that's more behind the scenes, probably for me, like I say tech or finance or something like that. And I don't have that skill, I'm probably at this stage of my business not going to learn it because it doesn't make sense for me to go learn something and then be implementing it when I could be doing my primary role. So I'm more likely to go to a consultant to say, Can you do this? Or Can you show us how to do this? And I can get someone else on the team to do it. So very condensed, I know, but I just wanted to give this brief overview because, like I say, I think these terms get interchanged quite a lot. And sometimes they absolutely can and should be because it's really valuable to have someone that can wear a couple of these hats. But they have to be very, very clear on which hat they're wearing at the time to make sure that you understand your own responsibility with the information that you are being given. So if you are looking for support, I encourage you to save this episode and maybe listen again and think about where is the gap for you. What is the skill? What is What emotional wellbeing maybe do you need to look at? Is it a lack of goals? Is it a lack of an action plan? Is it a lack of wisdom from someone who's already done what you're looking to do? Or is it that skills and knowledge gap that you actually need a specialist to come in and plug? Thank you for tuning in. This one was fun. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed mapping it out because, like I say, it's a discussion I've had many times with people. So I would love to know. It's always great to hear from listeners. Please feel free to reach out. Hello at theambitiousintrovert.com. What did you think of this episode? What have you got that you can take away from it and utilize yourself? And of course, are there any subjects that you would like me to cover in future episodes, just let me know and I will add them to the list. So for now, thanks for tuning in and I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope that you're feeling expanded to what's possible for you, motivated to take action and inspired about how you can start to own your energy. I share even more tools and resources on my introverts-only email newsletter. By signing up, you not only get early access to the Ambitious Introvert products and services, but you also get brand new podcast episodes delivered straight to your inbox every Monday, meaning you'll never miss your weekly dose of introvert-friendly inspiration. Sign up now at theambitiousintrovert.com newsletter or click the link in the show notes. See you next week.